Hey strangers, it's been a while since I've actually put out an episode, I want to say a month, and uh, the reason for that is just I've been busy with life, work, raising my daughter, you know, whatever, and so that's just the honest truth of why I haven't uploaded in a while, so I'm sorry to all the listeners who've been waiting for a new episode, but this episode is going to be a This Week in Crime, because if you don't follow me on Instagram at Strange Talk Podcast, then you wouldn't know that I'm changing up the formula of how I'm going to be putting out episodes. And the way I'm going to be changing that up is not too much or too drastic, but not every Monday, but the first Monday. So let's see, how could I explain it in a way that would make sense and not confuse you guys? So one Monday, so one week on Monday, an episode will release, okay? And then the following week, the week after the Monday's episode, there won't be a Monday episode. There will just be on Wednesday a This Week in Crime episode. So um, if you're not familiar with This Week in Crime, This Week in Crime is where I bring you strange news articles from around the world or right here in good old America. But This Week in Crime on this particular episode that I'm doing right now is just about one particular case, which I'll be getting into. But before I do, I would just like to say that in June... I should have celebrated, and I was planning to celebrate, my one-year anniversary of actually podcasting for Strange Talk Podcast. Um, I started Strange Talk Podcast just as something to just keep me preoccupied while my father became sick, and eventually he passed away due to his illnesses and disease. So uh, I just chose to do something to just keep myself preoccupied so I just won't sulk in my depression and grief and the stuff that was going on after, before and after my father had passed away. And then after my father passed away, I just kind of sunk myself into uh, podcasting even more. But I never thought it would kind of turn into what it's turned into. So uh, thank you to each and every one of you who come and download, who come, yeah, like you fucking come somewhere, <laughs> but who actually take their time to um, download and listen to every episode that I've put out. Um, I never thought it would, I mean, it's not like it's like Joe Rogan's podcast or fucking Mark Maron's. It would be awesome if it was at that point, but I'm happy to just have it be where it's at right now because I never in a million years thought that you guys would find me interesting or actually find the subject matter interesting at all. And so I never would have thought that it turned into what it's turned into. So I appreciate that and thank you, the listener, because Strange Talk Podcast would not be what it is today if it weren't for each and every one of you. So stay awesome and stay strange, people. But... Enough of the sentimental stuff. Let's get into what this episode is all about. And it's a This Week in Crime. But if you haven't heard about this case, I'm sure most of my younger listeners probably heard about it by now. Maybe uh, my old, some of my older listeners who are more aware of the true crime shit that goes down in the true crime circles. But this case that I'm going to be talking about is simply of a young woman by the name of Bianca Devins, who was an Instagram model and influenced her all around e-girl. If you're not sure what an e-girl is, I wasn't really sure what an e-girl was. I didn't even know that's what they call themselves. I've seen it kind of thrown around in memes here and there, but, and a lot in the TikTok videos that I've happened to watch and stuff, but apparently what an e-girl is, is just um, somebody who's kind of like an emo I guess it's like the new modern emo kids, pretty much. But they basically just take selfies of themselves, have a certain aesthetic um, that centers around anime, video games, 
and um, just being all around cute, I guess, and adorable. And that's what Bianca Devins was, and she was an influencer and had a quite a bit of a following on Instagram. But she was actually killed by her boyfriend. She was murdered, brutally murdered, by her boyfriend. And I have a couple articles um, about the situation. So that happened in the early Sunday morning. And the way I was made aware of this, I wasn't actually sent anything by uh, the follower. But I have a follower who happened to just put a post in her stories. And I happened to just see it. And I was like, oh, shit. What the fuck? This is crazy. So I kind of just dived more into it. And then she sent me to another user who had more information about it when I reached out to her. So thank you to her. She knows who she is. I'm sure she listens to Strange Talk Podcast, at least I hope she does, but um, thank you to her for sending me to the right person that sent me to the right things so I could get the information that I got. So um, here's all I have on it, and it's a really sad case, but um, essentially the gist of it was her boyfriend, um, who she was dating at the time, they were on and off dating for, I think, two years, it was said, but um, because there was, up until right now, where we have more information, and more information is going to be coming out. The police, this took place in Utica, New York. Um, the police haven't really released a lot. They've released a lot more since Sunday, and I'm recording this on Tuesday, so um, if I get anything more or I get more of an update, you will know I will be featuring it in the Chris Watts episode that we'll be releasing next Monday. Well, on this following Monday. But, um, so yeah, uh, here's an article that I found from the incident that has all this stuff but the gist of it was her boyfriend or they considered him a family friend and maybe he was her boyfriend uh his name was brandon clark he also goes by brandon kowalski um he met up with bianca devins and he was taking her to a local concert that was supposed to be happening in her area uh, he, I don't know if there was an argument or what led to the him to do what he did, but he uh, murdered her. He slit her throat. I don't even want to say slit. Uh, you'll you'll see why. What he did was uh, after murdering her, he then took his cell phone out and took pictures of her body, her deceased body, and he uploaded them to a server that she has on a popular app for gaming and socializing with other gamers called discord and he then uploaded the picture of her dead body and it was passed around since then not only did he upload it to discord but he also uploaded it on his instagram he first did stories on his instagram the first picture that he posted in his story on instagram was of him driving i'm assuming driving it shows him on the highway or the freeway driving maybe towards bianca but it he with the caption I don't remember exactly what it said but I think he said um, it looks like it's time for redemption or something like that along the lines, and then after that a few hours later he posted a picture of all you see is a torso and you can kind of see a wound a huge gash in a neck but you don't know who it is, and there's blood splattered all over the body and his hands, and it says I'm so sorry Bianca. And then on Discord is when he actually uploaded the picture of Bianca's dead body. What he said in the Discord server was that it looks like her or somebody looks like these fucktards or something. He says something along the lines of that. Like, it looks like she's going to like somebody, all these fucking fucktards are going to have to orbit somebody else. And the other people in the Discord chat are like, what are you talking about? And then he sends the picture of Bianca with... 
um, which I unfortunately see in the pictures because it's been passed around so much now because of Instagram and because of Discord that a lot of people have it, but it's been passed around. I've seen the picture, and this guy did not just slit her throat. He brutally fucking gashed her throat out. He almost tried to behead her. That's how bad he did what he did. Oh my god, it was fucking brutal. And it's really sad to see because that's somebody's fucking daughter. So here is the article I'm going to give you everything that I found. Bianca Devins was a 17-year-old girl from Utica, New York. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but I think I am. Who was murdered on July 14th. Photos of Bianca's body were posted on social media after her death by the suspected killer. A 21-year-old New York man identified by his family as Brandon Clark. Who also goes by Brandon Kowalski. The photos remained on Clark's Instagram page for several hours before they were removed. They were actually up there for 12 hours. It took them 12 hours for uh, police actually had to send an email to Instagram to actually have them removed. And they were baffled the fact that it took 12 hours for Instagram to even remove the photos. And they, Instagram has since, I'm recording this on Tuesday, and Instagram has since deleted, uh, I believe, both Bianca and Brandon's Instagram. Uh, Bianca went by the name, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, XT. It was spelled E S um, C T Y, and then Brandon went by Yes Juliet. And since they're both been taken down, I believe I don't know if Bianca has, but I know Brandon has for sure because I recently went to go look on it again, and all his photos are gone. And it says user not found, but it still shows the picture that he had. Let's see. Clark was taken into police custody as he, tempt- he attempted to kill himself, according to the Utica Police Department. Police identified Brandon, Andrew Clark, and Bianca Devins as a suspect and victim on Monday. Devins was a recent high school graduate and was planning to start studying psychology at a community college in the fall, according to her social media posts. When, when he... Um, I believe it was Brandon who were, was the one that called police to tell to say what he did. And I believe when the police showed up, he actually tried to slit his own throat. And I don't know if he passed out due to the sudden like drop in blood pressure. But it, it is said by police that after he slit his throat, he laid upon um, Bianca Devon's body because he actually killed her in the car. And then he dragged her body out put a green tarp over her body and as the police pulled up to the scene he then tried to slit his throat attempting to kill himself and falling either due to the sudden loss of um, blood pressure he laid upon her body snapped a photo and sent it on his snapchat saying i'm so sorry bianca and then even before the police arrived he was um putting pictures on his snapchat saying um I'm so sorry, Bianca. And then another one was he posted, um, I, my life's going to be changed. I'm going to miss all of you or something along the lines like that. Despite reports that Devin's only met and knew her suspected killer online, Devin's sister says Bianca's family had also met him in real life and called the suspect a family friend. Police said Clark Devin's met in prison for the first time about two months ago. Police called the killing a possible domestic incident, WKTV reports. Utica police said they received numerous calls about 7.20 a.m. on Sunday, July the 14th that led them to the crime scene. We got a call from one of the parents that was concerned about some things that were occurring in the relationship at this point. Utica Police Lieutenant Brian Caramato told WKTV, 
At this point, that call, along with what occurred, is still under investigation, so we have nothing further to release at this point on that. Bianca Devin's sister wrote on Instagram, It wasn't just an internet boyfriend. This was a close family friend who we met and trusted so much. I do not want false information being spread around. Utica police told BuzzFeed News one of the other rumors we're hearing is that there was a stalking incident. There was a relationship. She met with him willingly. They attended a concert in the New York City area. Um, crap. The homicide gained local attention Sunday morning because the crime scene delayed the start of the Boilermaker road race. But on social media, the graphic images posted on Instagram by the suspect began to spread quickly. The photos have since been taken down from the suspect's Instagram page, but have been reposted elsewhere. The Utica Police Department takes the the offenses and claims of domestic violence seriously. We seek to be at the forefront in assisting victims and their families and preventing these acts from occurring. We ask the public that if you or someone you know are affected, please contact the Utica Utica Police Department at 315-735-735. Uh, 3301 and ask for our domestic so Bianca Devin's sister Olivia Devins confirmed on Instagram through a post that Bianca was the victim of the Yuka murder on the post she wrote I hate that I have to write this I hate knowing you're not going to ever come back home you are the best sister anyone could have ever asked for Thank you for always being there for me. Thank you for being the best sister I could have ever I could ever imagine. Thank you for always protecting me and sticking up for me. I am going to do this for you. Every day I'm going to do my best and I'm going to get through this thing called life and do it all for you. Rest easy. I love you so much forever and always. On Facebook, Bianca Devin's stepmother, Kaylee, I believe is how you pronounce her name, expressed her family's outrage at people who have reshared the graphic images of Bianca's death on social media. She encouraged people to not post the photos online out of respect to Bianca's family. It is absolutely disgusting that people are sharing, screenshotting the pictures of Bianca's tragic death. What the fuck is wrong with you people, she wrote on Monday. I have seen the pictures. I will forever have those images in my mind when I think of her. When I close my eyes, those images haunt me. How about we have some fucking consideration for her mother, sister, stepsisters, and brother, stepmother, and stepfather, her grandparents, aunts, uncles, nieces, and nephews, and her friends. How about we have some fucking consideration for her? She added, imagine sitting there in disbelief and praying to God that this is all some mistake and that your baby will walk through the door any minute. Now imagine seeing those pictures and having everything in you break. Imagine not even being able to yell out and scream or cry because your soul has now just been broken instead of repeatedly sharing and, and sharing and saving these sick pictures, you report them so they can be taken down. And instead you post about what a beautiful young woman she was. The family issued a statement saying, we are very grateful for the outpouring of love and sympathy we have received from our friends, family, Bianca's friends, and the whole community. Your prayers helped to strengthen us through this difficult time. Bianca, age 17, was a talented artist, a loving sister, daughter, and cousin, and a wonderful young girl, taken from us all too soon. She is now looking down on us as she joins her cat, Belle, in heaven. Bianca's smile brightened our lives. She will always be remembered as our princess. 
Bianca graduated from T.R. Proctor High School this past June and was looking forward to attending MVCC Mohawk Valley Community College in the fall. Uh, Brandon Clark is the suspect, uh, which I previously mentioned. Um, the 21-year-old suspect in Bianca Devon's murder remains hospitalized in critical uh, condition. Utica police found Clark on Post Street about 7.20 a.m. on Sunday, July the 14th, outside of an SUV. He had said he was suicidal and told police he had killed his girlfriend and was going to harm himself with a knife, the news station reports. Uh, police said they were able to stop him and he was taken into custody before being brought to the hospital with significant cuts and lacerations. Officers then found Bianca Devins dead near the SUV. Police said a sharp object was used in the killing, but did not provide any other details saying the homicide remains under investigation. Police have not commented about the photos posted to social media after the killing. The extremely gruesome photos show Bianca Devins covered in blood and apparent stab and slash wounds to her neck and throat. And that's an understatement because what he did to her neck is fucking brutal. Police said... In a statement on Sunday, July the 14, 2019, at approximately 7.20 a.m., Oneida County Dispatch received numerous calls informing them that a male individual had posted to a social media site that he had killed his girlfriend and was threatening to harm himself. It was posted that this occurred in Utica, New York, and as such, the Utica Police Department began an in-depth search for the male and female. So, um, this... Article is an article that happened, I believe, the day of as the news media and everything was get, catching wind of this. Um, I have another article that has more details on the subject, uh, so I'm going to be getting into that right now. Utica, New York police believe something happened at a concert uh, in New York City that led Brandon Andrew Clark to kill his girlfriend in Utica on Sunday. People think there was an argument between Bianca Devins, 17, and Clark, Utica Police Lieutenant Brian Caramato, told the Post Standard. Police believe the disagreement might have been over a man, police said. Police have a theory about what occurred at the concert, but won't disclose it until they figure out if it's true, Caramato said. Police are working with the venue to see if there is any video. Clark, 21, of Cicero was charged on Monday with second-degree murder, a felony punishable by up to 25 years to life in state prison, police said. He is accused of slitting the throat of Devon's killing her Sunday morning. He then slit his own throat in front of officers and took a selfie, police said. Clark posted photos online of Devon's bloody body after he cut her throat, police said. He also posted photos of himself before and after he tried to kill himself by cutting his throat, police said. Other new details that emerged from the interview with Karamato. Clark is expected to live. Clark cut his throat deeply, requiring surgery, but he didn't hit any arteries. His condition has improved and he is expected to survive. Clark appears to have no criminal, criminal record or past felonies of any kind. And although he talked with officers at the hospital, he invoked his right to a lawyer as soon as they started asking questions. A public defender has been assigned to him. Deputies executed a search warrant on an apartment Clark lived in and was renting from an aunt. They found evidence including a will-like note. The note is being analyzed to determine when it was written. The contents of that note are now are not being disclosed at this time. 
The New York City concert. The two went to the New York City Saturday uh, for the Nicole Dollinganger concert. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I'm fucking saying that right. Held at a small venue in Queens. Uh, checking Easy Pass for timeline. Police knew that knew the two arrived in New York City at 6:30 p.m. and left there at 11:30 p.m. Um, Saturday, they are checking. Easy Pass to see where they got on and off the highway, and whether they stopped in Cicero first or went directly to Utica early on Sunday. Assuming the two arrived back in Utica around 3.30 a.m., the time of death has been narrowed to between 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. Police arrived at 7.39 uh, a.m., and at that point, both Devin's body and Clark were outside a black SUV. Devin's killed in SUV. Devins was killed inside the car at some point. Her body was placed under a green tarp. When officers arrived, when officers arrived uh, and held Clark at gunpoint, he cut himself and laid across the body and took a selfie and quickly posted it online. I'm sorry for the pause. It's just because this fucking website has really obnoxious fucking ads where they take over the whole screen and it's asking, hey, why don't you subscribe to our email? Fucking douchebag ads. <laughs> uh, Clark remains in the hospital in custody of the Oneida County Sheriff. He was arranged from his hospital bed. Investigators say Clark and Devins had been dating for two to three months after meeting on Instagram. They met each other's um, parents and Devin's parents trusted him enough that they allowed their teen daughter to go to a concert with him in Queens. Police contacted Instagram by email and aren't sure why it took so long to remove the bloody photos of Devin's. Photos of her body were on Instagram for at least 12 hours. And that's it from that article. That's about all they have from that article. And um, the weird part about it is... Um, so, um, Bianca Devin's was not only a user of Instagram, she was also a user of a website called 4chan, Tumblr, and Twitter... And another one called Tell On Me, I believe. I don't even know what that is. I just know that she uses it. But it was called Tell On Me. I don't know what that's for, what it is. I don't know if it's what type of social media like site it is. But she was also a user of that website as well. But on 4chan, stuff is coming out about her. And a lot of negative stuff is coming about uh, uh, coming out about her. So as I was saying about how on 4chan, a lot of people seem to be bringing up uh, things about Bianca. And I'll be completely honest with you. I am not, I do not agree with what they're saying about it, but I'm just giving you what is being said because I feel like um, in some way I am sort of like, I get all the information, all the facts and everything. I'm not saying that what they are saying is factual. I'm saying take it with a grain of salt because I am pretty skeptical about it because um, if you're not familiar with the website 4chan and the B-board, the B-board are responsible for certain things that have gone out. Like for instance, um, one example of like what 4chan likes to do is they like to mess with fucking people and they like to do things like um, there was one incident where there was uh, a sweepstakes to have Taylor Swift perform at your high school. <clears throat> and so 4chan heard about it and they said, what if we 
um, entered in a school that's an all deaf school. And I think they won because <laughs> they kind of like rigged the sweepstakes. And so supposedly Taylor Swift had to perform at a school for the deaf. Um, another one was um, uh, Mountain Dew was holding a contest where you could name their next uh, Mountain Dew drink. And they submitted uh, the name Hitler did nothing wrong. <laughs> Um, but anyways, um, back to what they're saying. Here's some of the stuff that I found about what they're saying about Bianca Devins. So apparently some of them agree. I'm not saying that I agree with them because I don't. Okay. I can't stress that enough, but I'm not saying that I agree with what they're saying. But a lot of people agree on 4chan, mainly 4chan users, that Bianca kind of had it coming because she got involved with this person that she met online and um she i guess apparently what is going through the grapevine between the threads and all the things that they're saying about her on 4chan was that she was very abusive does that mean she deserved what happened to her no by any means no um this guy is a 21 year old yes he's still kind of young but he is considered in the eyes of the law an adult now because he's of 21 years of age um, she's not necessarily a kid, but she is 17 years old or soon to be 18 or she turned 18. I'm not really sure because I hear different things. But this guy is an adult and he should have known better. Yeah, she's not a kid kid. You know, she's not like 13, 14, 15, 16. But she is pretty young still, you know, so she hasn't fully matured. She's probably a little bit more mature than he is, obviously, but he shouldn't really have been with this person. So, no, I don't condone what he did to her. There's no reason for it. He's just a fucked up, incile, fucking little man baby, fucking man child that couldn't take a few fucking words because their reasoning is that they believe she deserved it because of the fact that she was so abusive. So I'll read you some of the photos that was circulating on 4chan of supposed text messages from back and forth. But again, take it with a grain of salt because for all you know, you don't really know if this is their actual text. It could just be maybe one of the anon because in 4chan, you are anonymous. You don't really know who you are. You can say who you are if you want, but you it even says when you go onto the B board <clears throat> that take everything with a grain of salt because you don't know if they're telling the truth or not. But supposedly this is some of the dialogue that was said between Bianca and um, Brandon, whatever the fuck Tard's name is. Um, but this is uh, him talking to her, and this is what he says. I'm deleting Discord. Again, that's how they first, um, well, they first met through Instagram, and then she would hold with this app called Discord where you can um, create servers so you can chat with other people, like-minded people who enjoy playing video games, and you can use it as a platform to create a party to actually chat um, with other gamers and stuff like that. So again, it says I'm deleting discord for a while Since I really only used it to talk to you and send you stuff. So if you do want to talk iMessage is here. I'm laying down. I've had a really shitty week I guess I'll talk to you whenever you're comfortable again. I hope you're okay. I'm having bad dreams Can I talk to you? And then Bianca replied with no stop pestering me uh, the name is cut out from the photo. They So again, I don't know if it's really true or not. So again, like I said, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, then Brandon um, replies with, I am a nice guy. You just aren't giving me or us a chance at becoming friends again. I'm just 
pestering you, in quotation marks, you know what type of guy I am? I'm the type of guy who drives your car to the car wash while you're asleep and cleans the fuck out of it. The type of guy who takes you out to dinner where you want to go. The type of guy who buys random gifts at random times just to show someone I appreciate them. The type of guy who's loyal and faithful and has empathy. The type of guy who values family. The type of guy who brings you flowers and chocolate for absolutely no reason. The type of guy who knows how to cook and clean and work so his partner can relax. The type of guy who holds you when you're watching a scary movie and doesn't try to push fucking your brains out unless it's warranted. (laughs) This is what supposedly he's saying. And if it is true that that's what he is, this dude's a fucking bitch. If you're a nice guy, you don't fucking say really that you're a nice guy. I mean, you can, but you don't give all these reasons and expect validation from it. You do it because it's the nice thing to fucking do. You don't do it because you expect anything in return. You do it because you know it's what's right to do fucking a this incile little bitch but then again we know he's obviously not a fucking nice guy because he did what he did uh and he goes on to say like literally every time i reach out to you you just ignore me or give me some bitchy response i'm done dude you've wasted enough of my time with your bullshit narcissistic attitude i don't need it oh wait i had more to say you know what's crazy i care more about you as a friend than many people and i'm like a thousand miles away Did I ever ask you for nudes? No, I asked you about your cancer. I'm sorry that my life is in the shit right now and I took it out on you, but don't accept me back just to lock me in some box. If you're gonna be there, be there. If not, then don't. You don't know what healthy relationships are. That's supposedly what he said to Bianca. It's implied. Again, like I said, take it with a grain of salt. I don't really know, but if this is true that that's what was said between Bianca and Brandon, then I imagine he is just a dude who cannot talk to a woman and cannot be with a woman because he's so mentally and emotionally unstable as you fucking... Like, that was already a flag right there. But, you know, for all we know, maybe she felt guilty and she felt, like, pressured to go and hang out with him that fateful night that she was murdered and it's unfortunate. But... Another thing that's even bad is that because, um, you know, the news started circulating around Instagram first, because that's where I first found out about it. um, Unfortunately, the family members and siblings of Brandon are not, they're they're being held accountable too. So um, Brandon's brother, I don't know his name because it's been kept a secret so far. I'm pretty sure that it's out there who he is, but he actually said this on his Instagram. Uh, This is what he said. Shout out to all the people who target someone's family and blame them for a person's decisions. Nothing better than waking up at 4 a.m. to find out your brother killed someone and tried to kill himself. And when you're trying to understand and comprehend how the person you look up to and taught you so much is responsible for such a horrible act. And people proceed to go out and blame you for what he did. So here I am, stationed in Alaska for military service, wanting nothing more than to wake up and be back home, hoping this is some sick, twisted nightmare. Instead, I'm all the way across the country. I'm deeply sorry something like this came from my family, and my heart goes out for the family of the victim. But think about when his little sister and brothers find out what a disgusting thing he's done and get blamed for it. They're just kids. That's what he posted on a picture with him and his brother as... um little kids um i believe that's brandon's younger brother but um it it is sad it's unfortunate that you have to take 
the blame for that when it's really not your fault you didn't tell he didn't tell his brother to go and do what he did his brother could have been an adult and just been like because a lot of what i've been seeing on instagram is i mean on 4chan not instagram i'm sorry 4chan is a lot of them are saying she deserved what she got because she was abusive you know what no you don't be a fucking little bitch about it you don't fucking yeah, you can get mad. You have every right to be upset. You have every right to be hurt and upset. But you don't be a fucking bitch about it and do what he did. You just man the fuck up. You grow a pair of balls and you just move the fuck on. Why the fuck would you stay like that in a relationship if it's that bad? I don't care how much you care about this person. But if it's that bad, then fucking walk away. <laughs> but obviously he couldn't because he's not mentally stable. Obviously. He's super fucking unhinged for him to do what he did. Was she probably a perfect angel? Probably not. I don't know. I didn't know her personally. But I'm just saying that their reasoning and their logic behind what he did, almost, if you're a person who condones it, then there's obviously something fucking wrong with you. Now, to be fair and to play both sides, I've seen on Twitter as it was being passed around too, because she also did have a Twitter account. Bianca Devins did have a Twitter account. I also seen on the Twitter account a lot of feminists being up in arms about it and the number one thing they've always been saying well they're, they're saying especially when it comes to this case is that this is why we should be afraid of all men and if you don't agree with me that's fine you don't have to agree with me of what i'm about to say but i do not agree with what they're saying that now we have to fear all men this is why we should fear all men women are not safe i understand that women aren't safe sometimes what i don't like is for them to just generalize the whole population of men. I don't like that. That's stupid. That's like the equivalent of me saying that all men should fear women because of Jodi Arias. Because Jodi Arias did what she did. But I'm sure through their mind and through their logic, they'll probably find a way to make her the victim. <laughs> now, I'm just saying, having said that, that's all the information I have of Bianca Devins and the unfortunate thing that happened to her. Um, it took me a while to record this. I was planning to have it out on Wednesday. I first started recording it on Tuesday. It is now Saturday. I apologize, but stay tuned for Monday's episode. Um, thank you for joining me on this little episode of This Week in Crime, Bianca Devin's story. Um, it's sad that that happened and no parent should have to bury their child. And it's an unfortunate thing. But you know what? To all the people who... Um, are going through maybe a situation like that don't fucking do what he did i mean i can't necessarily stop you it's not like my words are magically gonna be like hey he's right no i'm just saying like don't put yourself in a situation like that okay be cautious be weary about the people you associate with and the people you hang around with i'm not saying that it's her fault of what happened to her she probably didn't even know he probably said something to her to make her feel guilty or whatever but i'm just saying just be cautious and be safe you don't know these people very well maybe you hung out with them and again she did trust him and so did the family the family even came out and said that they trusted brandon and they considered him a close family friend and so you don't really know but that doesn't mean to stop living life and to always be cautious like be afraid but be cautious yes you know but just be careful what you do and who you hang around with and it's unfortunate that this happened to her. Um, and again, like I said, no parent should have to bury their own child. It's, it's
it's not something I even wish upon the people I fucking hate. (laughs) It's a sad thing. But stay tuned for Monday's episode. It's finally coming. I had promised a fucking more than a month ago about doing an episode on Chris Watts, but I'm going to be doing the episode on Chris Watts. So hopefully prepare your ear holes for me to enter. (laughs) So that way you can learn all about that fucking scumbag of a douche fucking man, Chris Watts. And the horrible thing he did, I'm pretty sure all of you know, but maybe there are some things that I probably found information-wise. Because I'm going to be including a lot of audio from it, um, especially the body cam footage, which you guys probably have all seen. Maybe some footage from a mysterious person who came in saying that they knew Chris Watts and whatnot. So be prepared for that um, on Monday. And then next week, after... Chris Watts episode, the Monday episode, will be another This Week in Crime. So stay tuned for that one. That's all I have for you. This is all the time I got. So as always, people, stay strange.